Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, Beverly is about to come on and blow your mind. This woman is a feng shui, feng shui pro, and she's going to rock your world. So make sure you stay tuned. Let's talk about some announcements. Number one, for you out there, you are becoming your greatest possible self, okay? And I love you. I want to support you however I can, whether that's training you to become a guest on the 12-hour marathon, whether that is helping you launch your own platform and get your message out to the world, or just coaching to be your greatest possible self. Would love to talk to you about that. You can find me on facebook.com forward slash th3burns or Instagram at I am millionaire Chris or email chris at beergps.com. I look forward to hearing from you and we're going to have a lot of fun growing together. Next up is the iTunes review of the week and this week it's by Miss Jen Hudgens and Jen says love this podcast. This podcast is so motivating. I love the caliber of guests and the energy Chris brings to the show each and every time. Thanks so much, Jen. I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes and give us a review. You'll have a chance of getting shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream all day long. So it's definitely an honor and a privilege because we shout you out all day long. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe Look for the podcast, whatever your platform is, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, YouTube, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts and listen to things um, and or watch things. YouTube, you can watch these. Uh, make sure you subscribe so you can get all the latest updates. We release an episode just about every day, so it's a lot of fun to keep growing together, and I look forward to continuing to grow with you. I'm going to introduce Beverly in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because these feng shui fixes could change the rest of your life. And I'm sure we'll go even deeper beyond that, talk a lot of different uh, energy and being your greatest possible self and getting your uh, environment and all aspects of life into alignment. So make sure you stay tuned because one of these ideas has the power to change your life forever. So let's introduce Beverly and we'll bring her on the screen. I am pulling up that intro, and my goodness gracious, Beverly Beal is an energy alchemist, coincidence creator, and intuitive visionary. She uses a variety of tools to help her clients shift their perspectives on how their surroundings impact them. Simple things like improper desk placement, inappropriate headboards, and dusty piles of old paperwork can sabotage your finances, your love life, and even your health. She's been training with a variety of feng shui masters ever since being introduced to the philosophy after a 2002 breast cancer experience. Beverly is based in the Austin, Texas area and has worked with many homeowners anxious to sell their houses or to establish strong boundaries for those with home offices. In addition, a wide variety of business owners have trusted her to assess their workplaces for problematic energy from garage door repair companies, assisted living facilities, clothing designers, and home goods. Once people understand that what happens between their ears shows up 
in their physical environment, life has a way of showing what else is possible. Beverly, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? Yes, sir. Absolutely. We are live. I'm becoming your greatest possible self. Thank you for being here. And uh, we're going to have so much fun today. This is going to be a juicy, juicy conversation. Appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for inviting me. I was super excited to uh, to to be introduced to you and into this magical power hour that you guys yes. get this power day. Power day. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. I appreciate it. And uh, shout out to Kadina. She is just such a powerhouse. And we're going to dive in deep in this conversation. We're going to start off with this this question of money is blank. And Beverly, when you hear money is blank, what comes up for you? And, and how has that that thought process, that question impacted your life? Oh, well, money has always been a bit of a challenge. Um, I grew up as the youngest of a child of, of a family of eight kids. Yes. And so uh, growing up, money was scarce. Mm. And then going through all the church, uh, Catholic church stuff, because, you know, then, you know, it turns out that money apparently was evil. Mm. <laughs> apparently uh, apparently. Um, now when i hear that money is i think of it as money is a tool mm. i also yes. think of it as money is energy mm. money is simply energy that has been it, we, we have imbued this piece of paper or this coin uh with the energy of it is a transactional item it's it's not this horrible, evil monster ready to come and pounce on you if you don't do things just right. Um, it's not this horrible, evil thing that is going to, to uh, tear your, your family apart or, or wreck your health or, or make you more lovable. Mm. It's just a tool. Mm. And like any tools, you need to respect it. Mm. And you need to, to appreciate it and know when it's appropriate to use it and when it's not appropriate. Because sometimes, quite frankly, time is far more of a of a uh, indicator of value than than money is. Uh, so powerful. I love you shared your journey with it. You share your relationship with it, and and just like what's possible when we get into alignment with with money and not not treating it as some evil monster. I love that. That's powerful, Beverly. Thank you for sharing. And we're going to dive into a little bit more about you and how you serve your clients today. I mentioned a little bit about it in your intro, but just in your own words, how do you serve your clients and what do you stand for these days? Um, I began my journey uh, with my, my uh, feng shui uh, strictly as just looking at how things were placed in the home mm. uh, or in the office. Uh, it wasn't until four years after I began my first feng shui uh, training that I thought, well, maybe there's something more about the stories that are surrounding you mm. and what do they mean? And why are some stories more powerful than others? Usually those stories, um, they have, they have a, an attachment to some kind of an emotion, you know, emotional reaction that you had to a certain situation, or um, they may even have uh, a significance just as part of the family history. That's why antiques can be problematic, actually. Mm. Uh, you know, if you think about, um, you know, some people will pay lots of money or you know some famous author's desk, or uh, you know some business, you know some some powerful business person's uh, chair. Yeah. It's because they want that energy. They want they they have told themselves that if they're writing their novel, 
sitting at Ernest Hemingway's desk, then they're going to also have the same success that Ernest Hemingway had. Okay, but if you've got this belief in your mind that I really stink as a writer, <laughs> yeah, I don't care what that desk is, you know, whose desk that was. It's not going to help you because, nope. yeah. Now, the way, reason why I, 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 I will tell you, I, I did not exactly grow up in, in a uh, family that really paid a whole lot of attention to energy. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we, paid, we were, I grew up a, as the daughter of a farmer. And so we paid a lot of attention to the weather, crop mm-hmm. prices, <laughs> you know, few, the, you know, things like that. Um, but my dad was a water witcher mm-hmm. and, you know, he would be the one who would take these, these copper L rods and drive around a field until some, to find a farm that, you know, farm, to find the, where the, the water was, a water vein. Now, you know, once I finally started looking into to energy and movement and how this all you know works together after I got that book from on Feng Shui after I had that illness, um, I learned that money and water are like you know two peas in a pod wow. according to Feng Shui, hmm. and uh, uh, and so I had no clue at the time that part of the money story in my family was that your gifts the skills like that that he had he he didn't value them he never charged anybody for finding a water well ever and that kind of was encoded into my dna uh to say that you know my skills my intuitive abilities my my you know transformational work wasn't worth any money and so i really had to do a lot of work uh on myself to unhook from that that type of beggar mentality in a way. Wow, that's so powerful. And you shared so much there. And I love how you said money and water are tied together. And mm-hmm. the thing that came to my mind is money, another word for it is currency, right? Like currency or currency. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I've never made that connection, Chris. Oh man. Yes, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's, yeah. It's like mind blowing. Because <laughs> I, I have had, I've had many, many clients. They'll, you know, because people typically contact me for three main reasons. Yeah. Either it's a financial issue, mm-hmm. um, they're having relationship transitions mm-hmm. um, or problems, or they're having a health issue. So if you think about those three things, um, probably the number one is 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 a financial thing. Either they they want to get a promotion, or they just they can't seem to to stop the money leaks in their house, or um, you just, something isn't right. doesn't feel right for them. They, they just, they're feeling stagnant and stuck. And, um, the first thing I ask is a, is the toilet seat down? The second is, is the toilet, does it have a, does it have a slow drip? Because, you know, yeah, you can go and you can, you know, jiggle the handle and make it stop. But there's always that extra little drip, drip, drip. Mm. So the reason why it's important to have the toilet seat down, and that's one of the most common things that people uh, share online, uh, mm. that if you, you know, Google anything about feng shui, is because you have this open drain and uh, money. I mean, I think of, I think of energy, like the, the chi, as a little, little five-year-old child with ADHD and super curious. Hey, I want to go look. Okay. Well, what's the first thing a kid's going to go do? They want to go look at themselves in the mirror. And so water has this reflective surface. So now you think about this little kid looking into this toilet, falling. It's like, Ooh, look, it's me. 
there's somebody they want to play with, not knowing that it's just water. They fall in and then they get flushed away. So oh that's why you keep the toilet lid down. Wow. This um, is so much. You, you have so much wisdom and this is going to be a fun conversation. You mentioned, you know, relationships as a, a big thing for you. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I want to dive into that. Before we go there, though, I want to go back in your journey because you discovered feng shui as a, out of a very particular, uh, you know, like challenge and, and obstacle and gift opportunity, whatever we want to call it, uh, in your own life. So take us back there, Beverly, and share about um, what that was like and how you grew through it. Okay, so I was 36 years old um, with no family history of breast cancer, and next thing I know, I wake up and it feels like I've got an ice pick stabbing me in my in my left breast. And uh, let me tell you, that's not the kind of wake up call anybody wants. Mm -hmm. um, it, it ended up being cancerous. I went through eight rounds of chemo, two mm -hmm. rounds of uh, uh, surgery, um, eight you know 33 radiation treatments. Mm -hmm. um, I think you and I were rocking the same hairstyle there for a while. Wow. Um, and so that was, uh, realized it was very cold. I understand now why bald people, bald, especially men, wear hats because <laughs> it's cold. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but um, anyway, one of my neighbors gave me a book on feng shui just mm. because he had been interested in it. She'd been reading it and, and, and kind of playing around with it. And she thought, well, maybe this will help you regain your health. Mm. Um, just doing a few little, little things in the book. Uh, next thing I know, crazy coincidences start happening. Um, I was focusing on the wealth sector. And uh, because, again, we had good insurance, but cancer treatments are not cheap. Uh, neither is transferring over, you know, a family of four over to an, an entirely organic lifestyle. Wow. And I also was going into all kinds of alternative healing methods just because you finish with the, the treatments and they say, okay, well go have a nice life. And you're like, I don't even have a clue how I got this. How do I stop it? How do I not yeah. get that? Right. And they're like, well, I don't know. That's your, basically that's your, that's your deal. Yeah. So I did two things. Um, the first thing I did was I, I took a picture of what I felt was felt like great abundance mm. for our family, which was uh, we had lived in Utah and just loved living there. Um, we were in, in the Dallas area, you know, when I was going through all this stuff, but we were living in Utah. We loved loved all the mountains. So I thought, okay, that makes me feel very safe, very abundant, very healthy, very nurtured. Hung that in my wealth corner, mm. and. There was another little tidbit in the book that suggested if you take um, people who are quarreling a lot, you take their pictures and put them face to face and then tie a red string around it nine times hmm. as a way to seal their energy together to help them find a way, better way to communicate. Wow. And so I did that because my two kids were young. I mean, come on, they're seven and nine at this point. <laughs> Uh, or, or excuse me, six and eight, six and eight. Yeah. And, and within two days of doing that, my children had stopped arguing and two people called my husband up out of the blue. He hadn't spoken to these folks in well over a year. One guy was actually over two years. Both of them had job opportunities for him. Wow because I was wanting more money for, for the family. And in, in the grand scheme of things, we had decided, okay, no, really, we like, we like the situation we have here. He liked working from home. I liked having him around to help with the kids. Um, 
And we were, as we were coming to this conclusion, we were hanging a mirror in our um, career and life path sector, which again is all about getting clarity about, well, what do you want to do when you grow up? What's the next step? And the next day, I kid you not, his boss at his current, at the, the company that he was working at said, you know, I'm sorry, we can't offer you more money, but we've got this new position that involves training and producing webinars. Would you be interested in doing that? And he's like, uh, yes, because he loved doing that. He's, he's, he is, he's a teacher uh, at his core. Yeah. And, and so it was just like, okay, that's it. I'm hooked. Wow. If I can do this just by reading this one book, it was called Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life. Um, Karen Ralph Carter is the, uh, the author of that. And I actually did some mentoring uh, with her uh, down the road. But here's the thing, Chris, 2004 and 2019, that's a lot of time. Mm. I certainly have not let my feng shui skill set uh, get dusty right. because, you know, you, you were talking in the intro about uh, piles of, of, of paper and things like that. It's never, that's, that's, continuing education for mm. anybody yeah. is vital. Right. You cannot let dust settle on your skill set because your skill set is what makes you the money. Your skills and knowledge sector, which is the um, uh, northeast section of your home, that is your immediate money uh, magnet. Mm-hmm. You, know, you start to activate that with bringing images of mentors in, uh, pictures of mountains, anything earth, um, like you know, like a terracotta uh, pot with some flowers or something like that. That is going to activate your uh, skills and knowledge sector so that you can start, you know, the things that you need to enhance your career, they're just going to show up like just poof. I, I, it's happened so many times. It, it, it just, you know, it gives me goosebumps. It's fun. Oh um, so I first started out, Chris, with, um, first of all, again, I was trying to do all this, this studying, intensive studying with chemo brain. It's a real thing. Mm. It is not fun. Mm. Be patient with anybody who, who's gone through chemo. It lasts a few years. Not going to lie. It sucked. No. Um, but um, I couldn't think. So, so what I did is I, I it's just like all the balls were lining up. Everything was lining up for me to do this, um, what they call black hat okay. uh, form of studying feng shui. And that's where you take this nine grid. It looks like a tic-tac-toe grid. Mm-hmm. And you, you take any space and you divide it into nine equal sections. Mm-hmm. Each of those sections is corresponding with a different aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And so you, when I'm going into a person's home and, I, you know, and, and I'm on the job, you know, if I'm coming over just to say, hi, I'm not looking at your house. I'm not assessing <laughs> your property. That's rude, you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, so in the beginning of my career, I would take that Bagua map and, and it would line up to wherever the front door was. Mm. And that worked great um, until it didn't anymore because I started realizing that I was actively working against the planet. Wow. I mean, come on, we've got a North Pole and a South Pole. There are compasses for a reason. Right, right. <laughs> and, <laughs> So, so I, instead, of, instead of lining it up with the front door, you lined it up with the planet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, my clients still got great results with the old version. Front door, right. Um, because what I was doing to help them 
uh, was more of the mental mindset shift mm. with the coaching part. Right. Uh, because again, you know, we talked earlier about you know this money and what what is what is the money story. Mm. Um, one of the examples that I'll use with the, the you know, to illustrate the mindset piece is let's say you're in college, you just got your first apartment uh, finally out of the dorm, but you have no money to furnish this place at all. Mm-hmm. And you're driving by and somebody put a perfectly good coffee table out there. Yay! It has four legs and everything. <laughs> and they're all, yeah. And so you grab it and you're thinking, this is the best. I've got the most abundant person in the world. Now, let's say, you know, five years, or excuse me, 10 years down the road, You've now graduated. You've got a good job. Um, you're you're now living in a house, and you still have the same coffee table because mm. now you're afraid to go spend the money on some, on on a new one because you've got this perfectly good coffee table. Mm. I mean, it still has four legs. It still works. That symbol of abundance has now transformed into a symbol of lack. That story needs to be changed by either getting a new coffee table or exercising your creativity and fixing it up into something different. And so Beverly, I want want to be clear because this is super powerful and I'm sure people are going through transitions like this. Um, Mm -hmm. What happens between the time that someone got it in college and then the time 10 years later have their values changed have has what's important to them changed has their um, financial availability changed so that luxury back then now has a new definition what what changes well a lot of things a lot of things can get triggered depending upon you know what are they are they having issues with maintaining employment it mm-hmm. may be that they still haven't been able to find the value within themselves, hmm. or they may have grown up in a in an environment where anything luxury, anything um, new, was considered frivolous. Hmm. And you know why bother with material things? Um, because people who are materialistic, well, you know, they worship that money thing because you know <laughs> money's this evil thing. And, you know, it's it, so, so yeah, I, you know, I have to find out within every individual, like, yeah. well, what is going on? Mm. What is it? What is that anchor that is keeping you stuck in this? Well, I, I'm so grateful that I got this free thing. I can't let this go because if I let that go, I may not have any place else to, to get new from. So what I'm, what I'm hearing could be a, a general pattern. I'm trying to like go meta to, to help people Absolutely. understand what what is happening. I think the soul and a personal evolution, it's like we we grow accustomed and to like new things and to value new things. And, and it may be, may be bigger, but it also may be smaller. You know, some people go from, I want this big extravagant luxury life to minimalism, right? So, but there's an evolution of the soul. And so if something is out of alignment with who your soul is meant to be, who you're meant to be and the best version of yourself that you come to know yourself as and there's still things in your environment that resemble an old version an outdated past value completely different values person then you're bringing that along and it's stunting mm-hmm. our growth and stunting from being our best selves 
Absolutely. And again, though, there is uh, one of the sectors in feng shui, though, is called uh, family and ancestors. And that is all about honoring the past traditions, Uh, looking at, well, where did you come from? What what is the origin story for you, uh, for your company, for your relationship, for the business that you're creating? Hmm. Um, There's always going to be an origin story. And it's really important to remember that the strongest tree has deep roots. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like I said, the coffee, ta- the coffee table is just a coffee table. It's right. just a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be that, okay, so now it may, it may be that, okay, I now need to repurpose this. This might need to be the, the craft uh, table mm-hmm. for my children. Right. Now it's like, look, this is fabulous because it's still getting life. Yeah. Um, it's when you are unwilling to part with something mm-hmm. that is still so completely out of alignment. Because, you know, I guarantee you, if you have that old coffee table, you probably still have the same sofa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, 10 years of cheapo <laughs> sofa, that means your back is hurting you too. So <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, Chris, and I, I find a lot of my work lately. Um, lines up with this new field of science called epigenetics. Mm. Um, are you, you're familiar with that, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. So, you know, where you'll get this, this pull towards life being a certain way. Mm. Um, and you know, it doesn't really align with you mm. it, where, of what your goals are. Mm. Yet, you, you, you almost feel like you're being disloyal to your family of origin if you decide to go a different route. I mean, I see this happening all the time with people who are changing um, uh, belief systems mm-hmm. or just moving to a different city, not even let alone a different country or a state. state right. um, you know, changing the style of dress mm-hmm. can, can also have, uh, have uh, hooks in you that they're just encoded in your DNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... That's another beautiful thing that I help people with is I help people unravel that. Mm. And then I will help them anchor that new version of themselves into their physical space so that the, the thought processes will have a focal point to, to hold on to. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, water fountains in, in certain spots, having different colors or shapes in certain areas. Those are all great but without having the story about why they're there, it just makes it a little less powerful. Yeah. So I I love, I love stories. Yeah. It's almost like you have to be bought into the why and the energy of it. Like you said earlier with the, the desk, right? If, if you're Mm -hmm. not bought into you being a great writer, then a, a desk isn't going to do you much good. Same thing with, let's say, uh, you know, a, a, a young knight who is, is like still learning how to swing the sword. If he gets Excalibur, he's probably not going to know what to do with it. But after enough training and having confidence in him, then he can wield that thing like a freaking powerhouse. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why coaches are so important yes. because as a person is growing, they need to be able to, to know that they're being supported. Yeah. Um, so with feng shui, there are five elements. And uh, you say water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. The most powerful uh, element is water, which again is why money and water are, are so closely linked. But Without a container 
without that metal focusing organizing energy, mm. water's just a puddle. Mm. It's just a puddle. It's not a glass. It's it would just be a wet spot. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and and so all of that that beautiful energy uh, and and focus without having some kind of a container of and and a template to go by. Uh, it's just you lose the power. You lose the ability to really get to where you're going. It's like it's potential. It's potential yeah. power, but it can't be activated unless there's the metal directing it, or unless it's already in momentum, being purposed some way, being directed. Right, right. And so, go ahead and continue with this water metaphor with the glasses. Um, so here's the thing that, like, when I'm working with somebody, um, I can almost always tell when they've had a massive transition hmm. because the energy is sloshy. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, if I were to take this and pour it into another container, it would take a while before it settled mm -hmm. and before it were to become uh, you know, a sm calm, smooth surface again. Um, and sometimes, you know, when there are massive transitions, like for me, when I had that cancer diagnosis, mm -hmm. I, it's like my entire being was dumped into a whole new container and I had no, it, it, it was a hard thing to process. I felt, I just felt like I'd been hit by a truck. And, um, when you, when you take energy, uh, or a big, big shift like that, mm -hmm. um, and you're pouring it into something new, there's a lot of sloshing and there's going to be stuff that gets spilled over the edge. So, you know, that's when people are going through transitions, I try to be very supportive of them yeah. and give them a, a list, like a, a, a bullet point checklist of here's what would be, will be beneficial for you to make the, to, to make the adjustments in your space, mm -hmm. but do it with, you know, don't do it all at once. <laughs> give yourself, you know, a month to, or, or even two months to make these changes because make too many changes too quickly you can make yourself sick and i don't want anybody getting colds on my account wow and that's that's like it's almost like it's in their best interest but the detoxing period you kind of need some time to allow it to to slowly come out and that's why if people like um if there's a, a really toxic body if someone's like super unhealthy and they have a lot of toxins mm -hmm. in their body and then they do like let's say a a, a three-day water fast or something out of nowhere and they haven't been working out and they haven't been doing these things and all these toxins become loose in their body it like totally messes them up and it can create mm -hmm. that kind of sickness because their body's not ready to to process that level of toxicity inside of it exactly exactly yeah i mean and, and plus you know who knows what kind of uh functioning their liver is uh yeah. able to to handle right. i mean if their liver could be the reason why they're toxic is because their liver is not handling things and so yeah you mm. need to there's a there's a stepping down process yeah. Yeah. incrementally i mean you you don't go from being a couch potato to running a, a marathon the next day, <laughs> exactly. unless you really want to, well, you're just not going to do it. It's no. just not going to happen. <laughs> so you, know, you end up just getting totally discouraged. And I mean, that just breaks my heart mm. when, when people try to, to, you know, go too much too fast. Yeah. Um, so when I'm working with clients, especially when I'm, um, well, it, I mean, it doesn't matter whether I'm, if I'm working with somebody on, on, a, on their space from a, a feng shui standpoint, or if we're doing, the intuitive coaching aspect of things. Mm -hmm. I can tell uh, exactly when enough is enough. Because mm -hmm. I when I when I'm working with someone, um, 
our energy fields kind of merge. And so I'm feeling what's going on uh, in their, in their energy body, um, which often then, you know, is, 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 it is completely connected to the physical body uh, because everything, everything again, starts out here in the ethers and then it goes into the emotional and then it gets into the physical. Um, and so when I'm working with somebody, I um, can always start to feel things getting a little crispy around the edges in the etheric body and then the emotional body. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, doors closed, you're done. I never quite know when that's, I mean, I, I, yeah, I never quite know when that's going to happen, but I honor that because as soon as that happens, if you try to push a, you're literally beating your head against a brick wall and B you're just irritating the client. So, so, so I'm, I, this is powerful. This is powerful. And are, are you saying that like you give coaching to people and sometimes they're just, they, they reach a certain threshold in the time that you're meant to be with them, so to speak in that season. Yes. And then they're like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm no more uncomfort, yep. no more pushing past this comfort zone. I'm staying locked here or they'll start like retracting and shutting down and not being open to the coaching. Is that what you're talking about? And you get the, you get the intuitive hits from the, yes. the energetic and ether bodies. Yes. Wow. Yes. And it, it's not necessarily that our coaching is done. It's just that, that, that particular issue that we mm-hmm. we'd be working on. Right. It's like, okay, I've, I've only been able to, uh, to, to, to handle this much, mm. um, and no more. It, it, it's like, you know, you go to a buffet and, you know, you, 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 you seriously cannot have even, you know, a wafer thin mint. That's it. Done. <laughs> well, they're going to explode. Yes, that's a Monty Python reference. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, and I think a better, even more evolved is like, um, not better, but a different example would be at the buffet. If someone has a ton of steak or whatever, you know, vegan green salad, you're like, oh, my gosh, I've had so much salad. But then they go see the dessert. And they're like, oh, it's the icing on top. Like, okay, I, I can make room for that, you know? And it's like a different, it's a different energy. It's a different thing that satisfies them when they were once closed off and kind of done with the, the salad and the green stuff, but then they make room for the dessert. Like you just got to feel into what does someone want and right. need and, and what's the next step that they're willing to, to take and the next step in the dance together, you know? Right. Well, and again, I, I do everything I can to be as respectful as possible because yeah. I've, I've had it work on me the other way where, um, I've had coaches and, and, uh, teachers keep pushing and keep mm. pushing. It, it, all that really does is just irritates a person and you start to lose trust mm. that you're because, because what that is, is, is the body's boundaries. Mm. And if you keep trying to push back those uh, against those boundaries, yes, yeah, sometimes you need a like gentle nudge mm. because it may look like that's it. But after that little, you know, couple of gentle nudges, they're like, nah, we're going to have to cut this out. We're going to yeah. have to like be, we'll, we'll, we'll table this for now. We got mm. to a good starting spot. We're going to, we're going to now go come back and revisit this issue later, but we'll come at it from another angle. Right. Right. And it's, yeah. I think it's, it's like working a muscle, you know, you can't mm-hmm. keep working the same muscle, the same exercise 
forever. Like you got to give it time to heal. You got to do different exercises, different like levels of repetition. Sometimes you might need four reps. Sometimes you might need like 15 or 20 reps, like depending on how, how experienced someone is or what their particular body needs. Like everyone is custom to, to where they're at in their journey. And that's, that's the power of having a coach in my opinion, Beverly, like when you have someone like yourself who can be intuitive and, and take a look at the whole picture of someone's life and their environment and their mindset and their journey and their stories and all this, you know, and put the the pieces of the puzzle together to create a custom tailored solution for greater well-being, wellness, you know, financial health, all of it, Mm -hmm. relational health, then that's, that's so valuable. Absolutely. And again, to go back to that uh, weightlifting analogy, Mm -hmm. yes, sometimes some of the, some of the things that we're working on, they're relatively lightweight. And so you can get through a lot of stuff. You can get through a lot of reps. Mm. But for those times when you got to really power through a really <laughs> deep, deep entrenched issue yeah. or belief system, yeah. you know, you can only do a couple of a couple of those. Yeah. And you know, but golly, you feel so accomplished when you can get those mm. and you just keep mm. working, working your way through it. So yeah. anyway. I love it. I love it. So awesome. So uh, this has been super valuable. I want to talk about other feng shui uh, fixes and things that we yes. can do in our environment to really um, get more alignment. What, what do we need to be looking out for? What are some common mistakes that people be, are making or might be making? Tell us more about that. Um, for desk placement, okay. uh, the power position is where you have a solid wall behind your back okay. and you have a clear view of the door. Uh, you know, who's coming in the door. You do not want to be lined up in, directly in front of the door because that is um, like a fire hose of energy. And you're not going to get a lot of work done if somebody's constantly blasting you with water. Right. Uh, is this even if the door constantly remains closed or? Exactly. Because it's still pushing on you. It's still coming in from underneath. It's still wow. coming around the edges. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so if you can just scoot yourself over so you're just slightly offset. That's the best. Now, I know a lot of people work in cubicle land and Mm -hmm. people are working in cubicles. Of course, their back is going to be exposed. Yeah. Yeah. And and the reason why that can be very challenging is you never know who's sneaking up behind you. And yeah, so it's distracting. (laughs) It's like, okay, so what do you do in a car? When you to see who's driving behind you, you look in the rearview mirror. Yeah. Oh, so put a mirror. Go to the automotive department. Get a little rear view. I mean, if you've got, especially if you've got a, a stable um, uh, monitor, get a little round rearview mirror thing and stick it on the top so that you look up and you oh. can just see, oh, who's behind me? Nobody's behind me. Right. So you're not having to twist your entire body around. Yeah. Um, if you're on your laptop, you can just get, again, one of those smaller. Um, you can get like a, something like a clip-on uh, thing. Mm-hmm. I think they have some of those. I've, I've seen those. I have to yeah. find a link. I can maybe uh, put that in this in the notes. Yeah. Um, but you know that's something that you can do too. Mm. Uh, the other thing that people um, will will do is they will, especially if they're working out out of their home, mm-hmm. they will put their desk up next to a window so you're looking straight out the window mm-hmm. thinking oh it's so pretty i can look out here and you know yeah guess what that window again remember that little five that little five-year-old uh, uh hyper child what do you think they're gonna want to go do Fo- they're not focus wanna... is all like pouring <laughs> out <laughs> they don't want to sit there and do work they want to go outside and play 
So you now have just taken all of your focused time Mm. and tempted that little cute kid with this beautiful outdoor setting. So you're not going to be getting the work done that you thought you were going to get your work done if you're staring out the window all the Mm. time. If you can just adjust it so that you can see out the window Mm. and see the door, then life is good. You because you are then command. The um, other thing too, from a um, a little quick fix that a person can do is like with your bed. Mm -hmm. You know, we again in the intro you were talking about the bed. If you're going to get to to be the maximum uh, benefit of of your sleep, you want to have a solid headboard behind you, Um, preferably made out of wood. Metal beds are incredibly cool and they conduct EMFs, the electromagnetic frequencies. And and so you kind of end up cooking in, in there. Plus, with you know, they, they, they typically are having a lot of uh, swirly things, you know, swirly designs. Yeah. And so you're, when you sleep, you know, when you're awake, you know, it's like we've got our energy body. It's, it's tucked in. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we're asleep, it's kind of spreads out just like the water, the, the puddle that we were talking about earlier. That's why you can dream because you can, you're letting yourself get out your, your, your brain, your, your consciousness no longer has to be stuck inside of your head. Wow. And so it's then getting fragmented as you are in that bed. That's why a solid headboard is so good. It helps to, to keep you again, cocooned and supported. Right. Uh, it's also really important not to have anything underneath your bed. Because again, whatever that energy is uh, being stored underneath the bed gets filtered up. If you have to have stuff under there, though, um, either put a red sheet um, on the on your the bottom of your mattress to to kind of as a stop sign to say nope, you can't come up here, or uh, put it on top of the items that you have stored under there. Mm. So uh, there's this one story of a client that. Um, she called me in because she was again she having a lot of trouble sleeping and just because of that, a lot of other health issues kept cropping up and she was afraid that she was going to have to go in and get a hip replacement. She was my same age. I mean, it's like, what? I know you were a dancer, but really? So we, as we're in uh, doing the, the, the to- conference, um, you know, we were just doing this uh, um, like this, just uh, um, via um, FaceTime. Right. She, I had her show me, well, what's under your bed? She pulled out this plaster cast bust that someone had done of her, um, like a couple decades or like a, a 10 years earlier, and it had gotten damaged during the move. Guess what part of that <laughs> plaster bust was caved in? Yes, the uh, same uh, side <laughs> of the hip. Yes. So, and she had been sleeping with that under her bed for a couple of years. Wow. And, and yeah, so she pulled it out, got it fixed. Um, and suddenly her hip began to improve too. So, I mean, it still required a lot of physical therapy. It's not like it just went away overnight. Right. right. It's, it's, it's the energetic uh, consequences Mm -hmm. and impact of things. They typically takes while to build up but then we see the physical manifestations of it and we're like oh crap <laughs> and then we well, and then we look yeah, at solutions <laughs> absolutely and again you know how i talked first you know about the the etheric the emotional and then the physical uh it's like think about a a um a sticker you know you can take the top part off but if you don't actually 
you know, you, if you don't remove the whole whole thing from the root, the physical can't heal. Everything it starts out here and comes in. This is the most dense energy, and so this takes longer to to re, uh, recover and to react once the um, emotional and etheric energies have been uh, mitigated. Wow, incredible! This is this is gold. This is gold. Um, I know you work with a lot of people. Uh, at, at their businesses, right? You go out into businesses and see what's going on there. Can you share a little bit more about some stories or examples of things that you've changed around for business owners? Yeah, God, I love working with business owners. Um, I, I love it. I have such a passion for it because number one, I mean, people spend so much time at work. Yeah. And yes, I want everybody to have this incredible, uh, beautiful, supportive, uh, aesthetically pleasing home. But when the business gets help, think about how many other people that impacts. So not only are you dealing with the business owner, but the, the employees, but every single person that comes into contact with that, with that business, yeah. you know, suppliers, et cetera. So I had this um, uh, one, it was an assisted living facility mm-hmm. that uh, uh, a friend referred me to. Because they just, they couldn't keep a, a director of nursing. They, they kept just cycling through them and I, they couldn't figure out why. I was able to help them identify um, some of the negative energy that had settled into that nursing, nurse's office. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did some, some work or space clearing work around that. And then um, I looked at how, you know, what was going on in the rest of the facility. And uh, the way, first of all, some architects. <laughs> Bless their hearts. <laughs> Bless their hearts. I just want to say, okay, I, I understand that you want to be creative. And do you know what kind of hell you just have unleashed upon these people? They had designed this with these, like the the main nurses area was in the middle. And then they had these spikes of of you know, like the, the wards essentially yeah. with this weird trapped triangular energy in between these wings. And, and it was just, Oh my heavens. <laughs> I just remember the walking around this place. I was so glad they called me in. Oh my gosh. Cause not only did they have just, you know, some just systemic issues just on the inside. Um, but the exterior uh, like I said, there were all of these different things that were that were getting you know, all these areas of, of trapped energy, but they also had this big um, like dip behind there with a big drain and a river, like a, a, a creek bed behind them. And turns out they had built this thing on an Indian burial ground. Oh. <laughs> so I just remember looking and saying, yeah, that was a fun project. I love that one. Um, but here's the thing that, Chris, that, that this was actually fairly early on in my career. And um, I definitely would have done some things differently now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, at the time, I, I just was like, okay, I don't know what's going on here with this one particular wing. Mm-hmm. But you've got a cell phone tower right here. You've got a you know, a, a vacant land over here that is getting all kinds of activity and, you know, not good stuff. And you have this other building up here that, you know, is a church. And so to get to the, to, to the uh, graveyards, you know, to, to the burials, they had to go past this facility. 
And so all of that sadness energy was coming down by them too. And I said, so I, I don't know, I would be, I would feel really, I'd be really watching the residents of this one wing, especially with that cell phone tower right there. I mean, right there. Um, they, I still, I still remember the um, manager of the place looking at me like, I mean, she just went white. In, in nursing home parlance, when they take a resident in to a, uh, the hospital for one thing, uh, and if they then discover like four or five other things that are wrong with them, they call those uh, big bangs. Mm. Um, like, you know, instead of a little like, okay, no, it's like, whoa, they're, they're really sick. The number of big bangs in that wing mm. were like 20% higher than in the other wings. And no, there was no difference necessarily. It wasn't like they put all the sick people on that side. It's just right. the ones that were there became sicker. And after I did the work that I did, um, that actually decreased. It was still higher. It was still not a great spot because, you know, I'm sorry, there are just some things you, know, you can only do so much with feng shui. Right. Um, but they got a stable director of nursing um, after um, the work I did. Uh, their employee turnover reduced, um, and the the general satisfaction level increased among the residents. And so they started getting more more people wanting to bring their loved ones mm. to the facility. Mm. So that was that was an incredibly gratifying uh, uh, experience. Um, you know, some of the other things that I love doing with uh, with businesses is just making sure that, like, if if there's been a contentious meeting. Um, I do a lot of work, uh, with a company out of Dallas, uh, Poopery, uh, they do the toilet spray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I've been working with them for gosh, seven years now. Wow. And, um, and so I'll come in and because it's a, such a dynamic company, mm. there's always just fabulous things going on. Mm -hmm. And when there's a lot of, a lot of transformation, uh, sometimes that can mean that there's a lot of, uh, energy that gets stuck. And left in the space. And so I'll come through and on a regular basis, I come through and I do space clearing work. I'll do individual clearing work with the employees to make sure that they can stay focused on the job, whether it is, you know, dealing with uh, team issues, uh, helping them to, to unhook from that, or if they're having personal uh, challenges, making sure that that uh, connection is, is, you know, I can help them with that because when you're not worried about what's going on in your personal life, you can be so much more impactful uh, on the job. That's that's the kind of stuff that I just I love doing with businesses. That's amazing. I love it. Beverly. This is this is gold. And I want to start wrapping it up and and say okay. like what is you know one or two other big tips things that you want to share with our audience before we wrap up. Okay. Uh, respect your money. Mm. And by this mm. I mean. Um, women do not put your purses on the floor. That mm -hmm. is, that is showing that, you know, I'm, I'm willing to kick this stuff to the curb. No, you keep it in a place of, of prestige mm -hmm. and, and, uh, men, uh, you know, have a ritual at night of where are you putting your wallet? Mm -hmm. What are you doing with, with all of that? So, so make sure that you, 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 you respect the, 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 carrying you know carriers of that friend mm. the money friend um 
The other thing that uh, I, I like to have people focus on too is, um, God, there's so many. Which one do I pick? <laughs> the health. Again, mm. uh, looking at what are where are your priorities? Mm. Are your priorities? Uh, do you really need to watch that extra Netflix show, or would it be not better for you to take a quick walk around the block? Go ahead and invest, invest your, your time and energy right. in your physical body and your physical health and your mental health because um, with the health sector is in, right in the middle. And so if you think about um, a wheel, mm -hmm. if it doesn't have a, a wheel, you, you break a spoke, yeah, that's a bad thing. You break the hub, forget it. Done. You're not going <laughs> nowhere. Right. And, uh, and so – you know, does that mean you need to go go to the doctor and just get blood work done? Do you need to go see um, a counselor? Uh, do you need to hire the the coach so that, or somebody to help you stay focused so you're not trying to be crazy? Do you need to hire an assistant so that you're not um, uh, taking all of your time and energy mm. in doing work that really is not your genius? Uh, do, do, you know, what foods are you eating? How are you feeling about those foods as you're eating them? Are you doing this because of an emotion, something that you're trying to stuff from an emotional, uh, place, mm -hmm. or are you actually respecting the process and the people who are able to produce that and get it to you from the, the seed to the farmer, to the, the, the rain, to the, mm. uh, harvesters, to the, to the truckers that bring it to you, to the grocery store clerks that put it actually on the shelf for you. Mm. Um, the whole thing, it is, there's so many different layers, uh, of that, but that would be my biggest thing is guard your health and make sure that you limit the news watching as much as you can, because Amen. if you find yourself getting triggered by that, that's not doing positive things either for you. It's good to stay informed, mm. but it's not necessarily a great thing to let that uh, trip all of your triggers, if you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Beverly, this is so great. Uh, there's just so much wisdom. I know we've only scratched the surface with this conversation. So people want to know how they can stay connected with you. How do they find mm -hmm. out more? What are the next steps that they can take with you, Beverly? So um, I have uh, Instagram uh, and my Facebook. They're both uh, linked to the Intuitive Interior, and it's the Intuitive Interior, T-H-E. Okay. Um, and then the word intuitive and then the word interior. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, you can get me, you know, look at my website. Uh, if When you first visit it, there's going to be a little box that comes up to, to get connected to me uh, through a little survey. Um, I, it's a little five element survey to see, you know, what kind of personality profile do you have? Are you primarily a wood energy, a, a water energy, fire, earth, metal? How does that translate into your world and the things that you bring into your world? Mm -hmm. Um, and the people that you bring into your world is fun working with couples because, you know, they typically compliment each other very nicely. Um, yeah, that's a whole separate thing we can talk about someday. Uh, but the other way that you can uh, get in touch with me too is, um, uh, again, like my website. So once that, that pops up, you can sign up for that, but you can also connect with me on my website. Okay. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well. I don't Twitter. I don't tweet. It's, no. that's just one more level of, I just, yeah, no. <laughs> and Pinterest, no, too many. I get too distracted on that. So I, I have a I have a Pinterest board. It hasn't been updated in years. So don't even bother. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. So theintuitiveinterior.com, definitely. And on yes. Facebook and Instagram at The Intuitive yes. Interior, they'll find you there. And uh, I love the quiz as well. Go take the quiz, everyone who's listening and watching. And Beverly, we're going to wrap it up with the final piece of wisdom and encouragement for our audience. We call it the minute to win it. Um, someone out there who needs to hear a, a message of inspiration, tapping into their intuition, into their you know greatest possible self. What do you have to share with them? The thing that brings me the had really brought me the most comfort was because I'm a horizontal filer. I like to see everything in front of me. Yeah. When I finally realized that the piles were not a problem, it was the stagnation of the piles that was really the problem. That freed my soul like nobody's business. Um Number one, though, look at what you look around your space as if you were a brand new person. You've never seen your your house before. Do you still like it? You might be surprised that, oh, wow, I live in a really great place. And, oh, you know, that used to bother me, but I can see how that would be really interesting. And just be kind. Be kind to yourself. We are all our worst enemies when it comes to self-talk. So if you wouldn't say it to your best friend or somebody that you didn't even know, don't say it to yourself. Amen. Beverly, I've loved this. I know everyone who's tuned in has as well. Thank you so much for being here. Your energy, your wisdom, it's, it's awesome. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you bringing me on board, Chris. You're welcome. We'll see you soon, okay? Okay. Bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self. Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com plan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>